Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. Welcome to all our online viewers watching all over from the world. In this globe that we call a global village now. You're all welcome, welcome to you guys sitting here. <laughs> we see some faces. It's good to see you all. You know, I just, I just realized when, when we sing, when we praise, the Holy Spirit comes and He touches. He touches. So for those who are viewing online, you didn't participate in this worship. But I want to encourage you, before 10 o'clock in the morning, Sunday mornings, from half past or quarter to, to 10, put on that praise and worship music and just worship Him. And open yourself up to Him, to Jesus, to come and touch you, to come inside of you, to come, to come and reveal who He is to you. He will come and reveal Himself to you wherever you are. Right? He will come and show Himself to you, Jesus, wherever you are. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you've done. Do you think Jesus said before He went to the cross, okay, no, no, wait, um, Father, I'm just going to go for, to the cross for the, for the people who has accepted me. Do you think He did that? No. No, 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 Father, you can't send me to the cross yet. Um, let's, let's just see, let's just do a count of, of how many people of these Jews in those days has accepted me. No, he didn't. He went to the cross for you and me. He was resurrected for you and me before he knew us. <laughs> Are we getting this? This is just the introduction to who Jesus is, who Father God is. Amen? He just did it. He just did it. He was obedient to the Father's call to go to the cross, to be crucified, to die, to go to hell, to be resurrected. And where is Jesus now? He's sitting in the right hand of Father God interceding for us right now. He's praying for you and me to the Father. And what did God do? He sent His Holy Spirit. <laughs> that same Spirit, that same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead is in you and me. He said to this earth, do we, we, I think we don't realize sometimes who is inside of us. Who is hovering this earth? Amen? Who is hovering and moving around in this kingdom? Right? So this morning, I want to continue on the kingdom of God. Last week, we spoke about the kingdom, we started about the kingdom of God, and we spoke about authority, that we have authority on this earth, Right? We are not plebs. We are not slaves. We have authority in the spiritual realm. Right? We know, especially in, in Africa, this, this, this beautiful continent of Africa, there is tremendous attack on the black culture to, to keep the black culture in place still. 
And with that, sometimes comes a demonic. Right? You black folks, you can, you can testify of that. People curse you left, right, and center. They want to do this to you. and They want to whatever. But we have authority in the kingdom of God to overcome any culture, even the white culture, even the Asian culture, even the black culture, even voodoo, doesn't matter what it is. The kingdom of God, His culture is above and beyond every other culture. Amen? So when we are a reborn Christian, really, really reborn, you immediately put yourself in the culture of the kingdom of God. Right? So this morning, I want to go on and speak about, remember, there was five categories of the kingdom of God. There's authority in the kingdom of God. There's government. There's citizenship. There is the law or the principles. And there's the culture of the kingdom. This morning, I want to touch on the government and citizenship in the kingdom. Right? Can't have a kingdom without government. You can't have a kingdom without citizens. Right? So let's look at the word government. What does it mean? God's government. It's God's rulership, the kingdom of God. God's dominion over the earth. The kingdom of God means God's will executed. God executed His will on this earth. He wanted to create you and me. I'll get to that. It's, this kingdom is God's jurisdiction. Right? We are in His jurisdiction. This is heaven's influence on earth. God. God's administration. This is all government. And God's impact and influence on this earth. Right? Now you might, might ask, but where's God? I'm looking at him. Where's the Spirit of God? Right. I'll get to that. Let's get to Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33 in the Amplified Classic Translation. Right. And Jesus said this, But... Have you ever heard Jesus use the word but? <laughs> right? But. He says, seek, aim at, and strive at. Aim at. First of all his kingdom. Seek first all of his kingdom and his righteousness. What does it mean? It's his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you, will be given you besides. Right? Seek ye first. What is God saying here? We are to make God's sovereign rule on this earth, to govern this earth. And a right relationship with Him, the highest priority in life is God. His kingdom. He is the highest priority. Now, worry is inconsistent with this priority. If we worry, if we doubt, if we are fearful, 
it's not consistent to the kingdom of God. So from where does it come? It comes from the enemy. It comes from the kingdom of darkness. Right? It doubts the severity or goodness of God, and it distracts from the true goals of life. God will meet all the needs of those who risk all for Him. You think it's only us that's called to the ministry that stands up here and preach. You are also called into the ministry wherever you are. You are also called to preach the gospel, to, to pray for people, to console people, to tell them about the kingdom. Right? The power is in all of you. In essence, righteousness describes the maintenance Righteousness describes the maintenance of the rightly aligned relationship. We have to be rightly aligned with God, right? With a governing authority, so as to qualify for the right to receive governmental privileges. Do you see, as citizens, there is privileges in a kingdom, and there's benefits in a kingdom, Right? That's why we have to pray, pray for this country nonstop, people. We have to pray for this country, for this government. I take it, for instance, the United States or the UK or in Europe, where there's kingdoms and there's governments that's still in place, that's properly in place in Australia. Those citizens have the right to go to hospital for free. They have the right and the benefit to get free education. We have to pray for our government. I'm telling you, although it seems that there's a lot of corruption, and the corruption is going to be rooted out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen? From the top down. From the top down. No stealing of money in the name of Jesus. You will be found out, and you will be brought to justice. Because where is this jurisdiction? It's here on earth. You can't steal or kill or destroy and think you're going to get away with it. The truth always comes out. Pastor Renato always says that. The truth will always reveal itself. The truth will always come out. Come out. It comes out. Somewhere, somehow it comes out. This is why Jesus emphasizes the kingdom and the need to be righteous so that you can receive all things added unto you. Righteousness means in right standing with God, to be right with God. I mean, we can't go murder and steal and take stuff and think we are righteous with God. Okay, no, God thinks it's all right. It's, it's no problem. I can take this stuff or whatever. No. There's laws and principles. Amen? We see it so much in this physical word, world. So this is a promise. All things will be added unto you when we seek the kingdom of God. And this promises, this promises includes your physical needs. Say, my physical needs are met. I'm healed. I'm healthy. Any attack on my body, I destroy now in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my body right now. 
over every organ, over every muscle, over every vein, in the name of Jesus. If I can touch an area that needs touching right now, touch an area that needs touching right now, touch an area with your hands, put your hand on that area. If you can't reach it, ask someone to touch it for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that we have the privilege and the benefit to touch that piece of our body that needs healing right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This promise includes social needs. We all want to be socially accepted. We all, all want to be interacting with one another socially. Those needs will be met. Our emotional needs, our psychological needs, our mental needs will be met when we seek the kingdom of God first. Our financial needs, our security needs. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Kingdom refers to the governing influence of heaven on earth. That's godly kingdom. It's heaven's influence on earth. Right? The influence of God. And righteousness refers to the right alignment and positioning with that government authority. So often we, we ask, we pray this, Lord. And as you pray, you see an open heaven opening up. When the heavens open, symbolically speaking, when the heavens open, when there's an open heaven above us, when we pray, when we worship His name, God reaches down. I see this now. God reaches down and He touches. He touches. He touches. I see this picture. <laughs> How does God see us when there's an open heaven and He looks down? What attracts Him to us? I will tell you now. He sees the light. He sees lights flashing up. He sees lights. That is our prayer. That is our worship. That is our adoration of Him. That is our honor to Him. He sees those lights and He touches. He touches. And when He touches, stuff starts to happen. Stuff starts to happen. Bondages starts to fall off you. Change will be broken off you in the name of Jesus. Just one touch from God changes everything. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But we have the part to play when we seek His kingdom. How? When we pray, when we worship, when we praise Him. 
when we drive in the car and just say thank you, Jesus. When we walk, we ride a bicycle. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you what you've done for us. Right? Well, you know, since, since the fall of man, since Adam and Eve's time, man has tried to establish a kingdom or a worldly authority. But we failed. It is for this reason that God himself had to come to earth. Listen to this. It's for this reason that God had to come to earth to bring the heavenly kingdom back to this planet. Back to this planet. The earth cannot give rise to the kingdom of heaven independently. Earth cannot, cannot create heaven. The kingdom of heaven must issue forth from heaven. Or the kingdom of, sorry, the kingdom of, on earth, or the kingdom of heaven, right, must issue from, from heaven to establish a kingdom on earth. God is king, right? He's the ultimate authority. He had to send someone. He had to send someone. And he sent the person the man who was without sin, who was righteous. So Jesus came to bring the kingdom of heaven back to the earth. Jesus came to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth, not to establish religion. Not to establish religion. To establish a kingdom. To establish eventually citizens. To what? To rule the reign on this, on this kingdom here, on earth. Why did God do this? God saw a need for government. Remember government and citizenship? Government. Genesis 1. Let's go to Genesis 1. God saw the need. What happened in Genesis 1 verse 2? The earth, were, the earth was without form and an empty waste, and darkness was upon the face of the very great deep. And then the Spirit of God was moving and hovering and brooding over the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. And what was there? There was light. So what happened here? Here we can see that this was the first prototype of the kingdom. Of government. God couldn't, he couldn't stand that there was chaos and darkness in this place. First, he created the light, light comes in. Darkness goes. <laughs> yes. And God instituted this himself. He did it. He did it. And this expression of government. Structure was a result of a desire to bring order to chaos and productivity, productivity to emptiness. Where am I going to this with this? Then we see later in Genesis that God created mankind to manage this government and manage this earth. If you go on in Genesis, right? Come, Adam, 
Name the animals. Work the soil. Produce. Hallelujah. So you see, well, where we're in, we are in the government of Jesus. We are in the government of God on this earth, in this kingdom. Number two, citizenship. Let's just touch on citizenship. We, me and you, citizens of this kingdom. A citizen has full rights and benefits in that kingdom. We have full rights, we have full authority, we have full benefit. No, God is, is testing me. He's like, he's testing me, he's, he's, giving, he's giving me illness. He's testing me. Perhaps I must, I don't know what I must do, but God is really, no, that is a lie from the pit of hell. God doesn't put illness on us. Amen? There is benefits in this kingdom. And rights. We have the right, we have the right to rebuke sickness. Because the enemy and his demonic workings is also roaming around in this place. Right? Okay, come, come demon, you can come into my house. Come and lie here next to my, my daughter or my son. It's alright, you can come. Uh, come, another demon can come. You can come and lie here next to my grandchild. Ah, 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 no, no, no. Ah, 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 that's not the password. Ah, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> we have seen Jurassic Park 1 in 1965. No, in the 80s. <laughs> When that guy was typing in the password to open the gates and he couldn't get it and the computer was telling him back, ah, 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 wrong password, ah, ah, ah. Right? I still remember that sounds. <laughs> now, you demon, you have no right to come into my house. Here I am the authority and the right in my house. I am the authority. You do not have authority to come into my house or my household or my heart or my mind. This belongs to the kingdom of God. Say, I belong to the kingdom of God. I stand under His authority. And that gives me the right and the benefits of this kingdom. That's who we are. No, you stay away. Get out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? No right. Let's go to Galatians 4 and see what Paul says. Apostle Paul. But when the proper time had fully come, God sent His Son. Wow, I just want to pause there. But when the proper time had fully come, God, Father, that implies that you waited. Right? God says, but when the proper time had fully come, God waited. For thousands and thousands of years, God waited. Right, here it comes for someone. Here it comes for someone. In your waiting, 
there is progression. In your waiting, there is progression. But our human people want to see progression. We want to see something happening, right? Because we don't, we don't want to see the spiritual realm. We want to see the physical realm always. I want to see stuff moving and happening, right? But in our waiting, sometimes, not always, don't have to wait your whole life. Please, don't wait your whole life. Okay? Don't wait your whole life. And then you die, and then you're still waiting in heaven. Hopefully not. Okay? But sometimes there is a waiting period in our life span on earth. In our waiting, there is progression. Progression where? In the spiritual realm. Keep on praying. Keep on praising the Lord. Keep on saying, thank you, Lord, that you will come through for me. Thank you, Lord, that you make a way where there seems to be no way for me when I look at stuff. Amen? In this, in this society, in this world, it's just add water and mix, and then you drink. Drive through McDonald's, drive through Burger King. Food is quick and easy today. So what happens? We want to we transpose those feelings into the spiritual realm, into, into God. So, come on, God, come, 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 come. I can't wait for you 10 days. Come, God, come, Father, come, Father. I, I need... I need hey, that's how we... Yeah, sometimes we must get a grip. Right? In our waiting, there is progression. But when the proper time had fully come, God sent His Son. Remember, through, through ages and ages of kingdoms that comes and that went and came and went, came and gone. God sent His Son, born of a woman, born subject to the regulation of the law. Verse 5. To purchase, to purchase, say purchase, to purchase the freedom Often to ransom, to redeem, to atone for, to redeem of those who were subject to the law. That we might be adopted and have sonship. Say sonship. Sonship. That we have sonship and we have sonship conferred upon us, transferred upon us. You see what's happening here? And be recognized as God's sons and daughters. Verse 6. And because you really are his sons. The Amplified says, really. Say, really. really. Say, I'm really a son. Really. Say, I'm really a daughter. Really. Say, I'm really a child. Really. Say, I'm really a citizen. Really. really. Hallelujah. And because you are really His sons, God has sent the Holy Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Verse 7, Therefore, you are no longer a slave or a bondservant, but a son and a daughter, a beloved one, the one who God chose 
The Holy Spirit is touching you. The Spirit of God is touching you. It's like, it's like removing that hurt from you. It's like shaving it off. This hurt, God says, I didn't give to you, my son. I didn't give you. I loved you from the beginning. But the world comes with his hurt and his stuff, and the world's come and hurt us. Sometimes our own stupid choices as well. But the word of God is alive and active and true to this day. And forevermore. Say forevermore. forevermore. That you are loved by God. You are treasured by God. You are His beloved one. Amen? Therefore you are no longer a slave or bond but a son. And if a son... Then if a son, then it follows that you are an heir to this kingdom. Say, I'm an heir to this kingdom. By the aid of God through Christ. By the help of God through Christ. You see how, do we see how integral part the Trinity is? Father God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit. They are, they are, through the scriptures, they are intertwined with each other. Then it's God speaking. Then it's the Son speaking. Then it's the Holy Spirit speaking. Then they speak together. Then they say that we are one. But we can't separate them. Amen? They are holy. They are righteous. And they love us. They love us. They only want to see the best for us. Like we say in that song, he's a good father. Amen? Hallelujah. In ending off, the king of heaven wants sons and daughters, not slaves. Amen. Or servants. To be a son and a daughter of a king is a legal term. If you are a son and a daughter of a king, it's a legal term. You have that right. Are we getting this? I'm not a pleb. I'm not just, you know, roaming this earth, don't know what to do, you know. No, you are a son and a daughter. You have the right. I have the right. It's a legal term. We are legally citizens of the kingdom of God. Jesus came that we might receive the full rights of sons. Sonship is a right by creation. Jesus Christ did not die to improve us. Listen to this. Jesus Christ did not die to improve us. He died to regain and confirm us. He died to regain us and confirm you. Confirmation. Right? That's who we are. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I can see the lights is coming up and going on in our heads, in your heads. Right? Amen? Let's look at the few principles and then we're in, in closing. God's original intent was to extend His heavenly government on earth. That was His intent. 
And his plan for accomplishing this was to establish a colony of heaven on earth, like the Romans. Caesar sends his people into, a, into an area to colonize, to establish a what? A kingdom. Amen? By creative right, the earth is heaven's crowned land. This is God's land. It's his crowned land. Right? The king gave man rulership of the earth, not ownership. You might think, well, wait, 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 wait. What are you saying there, pastor? The king, God, gave man rulership, rule reign, not ownership. We don't own this land. We are from the kingdom of heaven. We own heaven. We don't own earth. When you die, do you take a piece of earth with you? Or some money, or your vehicle, or do you take something with you? It's not yours to take. <laughs> right? Rule and reign on this earth. We are citizens of this kingdom. But when we pass on, we go to our house, to our home. Hallelujah. As citizens of heaven, we inhabit this earth for the purpose of influencing it, influencing it with the culture and values of heaven. Cultures and heaven and, and values of heaven. And bringing it under the government of the king of heaven. Right? Are we getting this? What, what, what does this do for us? It establishes purpose and destiny. Right? It gives us confidence. Who feels confident? I'm not a confident speaker. I'm not a coach. But the Word of God is a confident speaker and a coach. He gives us confidence. Amen? The church, we, we said from the beginning, when the, when the church arises, or for the church to arise, we need confidence. No, I'm a mere Christian. You know, I, I'm, I'm just put you on earth just to, uh, I, I pray. Great, pray. But pray with the right of this kingdom. Pray with the privilege of this kingdom. Pray with authority of this kingdom. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. 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 God's government, the government of heaven, is a kingdom, and God is the king. Say, God is king. Say, God is king. Say, God is king. Hallelujah. The king of heaven wants sons and daughters. I've said this, not slaves. Heaven is a real kingdom with real government. A king is not a king unless he has territory over which to rule. Amen? The Son of God came to get the kingdom back for man. Because when Adam and Eve fell with the fall of man, they gave it back to the, to the, to the devil. But when Jesus Christ came, He, gave the, he came to, to give the kingdom back to us. As who? As citizens of His kingdom. How do I become a citizen? You become reborn. Vrachtag reborn. Really, really reborn. Amen? 
Really, really, really. Say really reborn. Totally. What does it really mean? Okay, here it comes. Totally convinced that I'm reborn. You must be totally convinced in yourself that you are reborn. That, that gives you citizenship by the blood of Jesus, by God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are not plebs. We are not slaves. In the spiritual realm, we are sons and daughters of the king. We are heirs of the kingdom. How do you penetrate the... I, I hear the questions coming up. How do you penetrate... How do you, how do you penetrate the, the spiritual realm? Prayer. Confessions. Declarations. Declare what the word says. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Through prayer, we invite God. Mm, this is powerful. Through prayer, we invite God to act in our domain. Through prayer, we ask God to act in our domain. It's His domain, but we have citizenship here. Right? And lastly, in the kingdom of heaven, there is no haves and has nots. We all have. We all have. There's no haves and has nots. It might look to us in the, in the, in the physical realm. But in God's kingdom, in the spiritual realm, we are all haves. We're all the same. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.